Head coach of the Cougars, Kalani Sitake, has popped on the headset outside the Cougar locker room. Uh, Kalani, Greg, and hands upstairs. And uh, tough one, man. It was uh, at halftime. It just felt like uh, you were going to get the reward for the hard work of this season and this week, and uh, things turned around in the second half. Yeah, um, you have to give Oklahoma State a lot of credit. I mean, they a lot on the line, you know, for uh, for them to they got to win to go to the championship game, and, and we have to win to go to a bowl game. And so... Uh, we knew that they would fight back, and um, you know we had our opportunities. You know, and then just uh, um, second half with with the offense not moving the ball much, and um, defense we need to get more stops. And we win the second half, we win the game. You know, there's a lot of different things could have happened in the game. Um, just really disappointed that the season's come to an end like this, and that we've uh, you know we're experiencing this little bit of losing streak. But I'm proud of the guys and their fight. You know the. Uh, we can build on that, you know. It's just, it's just, I hate that we're, we're we have to say goodbye to our seniors right now. But um, still, a lot to build on, a lot to to improve on, and I'm looking forward to getting this team ready now that they've been through the Big 12 experience. Now we got to be ready to roll, and and, and uh, you know they they know what to expect next time. Kalani, would you say that halftime adjustments in this game would be understated or overstated? I, you know, I just no fans and and my take of what happens at a halftime and then in the second half is probably different than what's actually happening but how much change was there one half to the next both offensively and defensively from Oklahoma State well we knew that um, we were loading the box we knew that their RPO system is to throw the ball and so when they throw the ball and they 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 have those different routes that they throw we got to get interceptions you know and uh, we got one in the second half, and, and I think we had opportunities to get a lot of balls that were floated up there for a free safety or a corner to grab, and uh, we couldn't do it. And so, um, you know, we, we wanted to be able to take away the, the run game and, and, and make them throw it on us, and then they did that, and, and then they punched it at the end with, with uh, Ollie Gordon, and then he got some, some momentum and got some, some um, energy and, and started to run the ball a little bit harder, and we had... Um, yeah, we we we're we're rallying and we're trying to make hits and trying to do everything we can, but just not enough, man. Just 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 uh, you, you, we we had to take away the run game. We didn't do it well enough, and you know we had to sacrifice a little bit trying to take away their their big plays that they're making in the pass game, but uh, just not enough. I think they made the adjustment of just saying, you know what, if, if we're going to force feed it to our back and we're going to have to take these shots with these with the throws and and uh, hang it up there a little bit, and, and we we just. We were on coverage. We just kind of got to make the plays. That's what it comes down to. I got to tell you, Kalani, special teams today with the Will Ferrin field goal, the uh, even the onside that was called back, the fake punt, the blocked field goal. Just talk about the special teams effort because it's one of the best I've seen in a long time. Yeah, the guys are on it. Kelly Papinga has done a great job with them. Uh, people out there, I know that when they were installing a new defense, that, that gets them getting used to, but so is the special teams. This is a new coordinator that's running his special teams, and, and we've been, you know, he has a bunch of things that we've worked on that the guys are really confident with, and I like the, the surprise onside kick. I, I wish we'd have got the ball, but, you know, the, I, I want to be aggressive, man. That That's our style of football. we got to find ways to make plays, and, and um, I just, you know, I wish we could have done more on, on special teams, uh, defense and offense, just a, just a little bit more in one of these those three phases to get us the game, and then and, and we fell short. 
Kalani, in, in the week leading up to this game, did you get the, the kind of week of prep that had you confident about your ability to, to, to play this game and get a good result today? Yeah, I feel good about the guys because they'll fight and they'll work hard and they'll, they'll give everything they got. And uh, when you have that, then you're, then you're in a good spot. So, um, you know, I, I felt like the guys have been fighting all year long. Um, we've just got so, some got in a position where we were in really in deep trouble when we get behind the the turnover margin um, cost us quite a bit in the other games, and, and so the skid, uh, the guys fought hard during this during this losing losing uh, losing skid. But it's just the we can work on guys that work hard and, and want to give everything they got. It, it, it's there's no quit in the team, which is a good sign of, of culture and and the leadership. Um, but you know, it comes down to the little things, turnovers. It, it's the 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 fumble on the um, it was second play of the game. Yeah. You know, it's like, gosh, dang it! How many times we got to keep doing this on the first drive, get putting ourselves in the hole, and and luckily defense was able to respond and 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 um, you know force uh, field goals. You know what I mean? So uh, even the, even though they've had the ball in the red zone, we forced two field goals and and still scored a touchdown, and now we're up seven six. You know, and, and then we started to generate some momentum, and things started to happen for us. And next thing you know, uh, we're, we're, we're we've got a lead going into the halftime, and so. It would have been a nice time for us to, to capitalize on it and for our, us to get the ball on offense and at least get some first down so we can pin them deep and get the ball get the ball back in a better position or find a way to score. Um, it, it, that's, that's, um, that's the hard part is that we weren't in that position to do that and uh, we, needed, we needed one of the phases to step up and, and, and seem like we kind of went into some, um, some problems with all, all the phases you know, at the wrong time. And that's a huge that's a huge. Uh, Sorry, I got to move out of this thing. That's a huge uh, compliment to those guys for what they've done. You know what they're able to, like you said, they made adjustments. But I, I think the adjustment was win the game with the back, force it to them, and throw the ball whenever we have uh, the numbers on the outside. We knew that was happening. Uh, I think when we're under those circumstances, we should get more interceptions, hands, and f- cause more turnovers. That's that's what we were hoping would would would. would, would um, take place. Ollie ended up with uh, 34 carries on the day. You know, I do my spotting boards every week, uh, Kalani, for the opponents and for BYU, and, and so many times I run into opponents who just, they roll out the same the same five offensive linemen every week, and, and Connor Pay was the only offensive lineman to start every game for you this year, and you used seven different offensive line combos. There was a lot of movement there, and, and probably not the kind of continuity you think lends itself to to a lot of offensive continuity. How much did that O-line kind of week-to-week trying to figure things out have an impact on your year, do you think? Yeah, that's huge. I mean, not having the, the consistency of knowing who's next to you, not being able to to, um, to, to just get there's, – there's like this unspoken language of just being together. You just get used to it. And <laughs> you wouldn't have that on the on the offensive line uh, this year. I think going into this, this game and this season, we thought the O-line would be a huge strength for us. And – and it just wasn't wasn't the uh, the dominant O line that we we imagined. And so we'll go back to work. The, the fortunate thing is O linemen. There, there's a lot of O linemen that want to come to BYU and want to be here. We have a bunch of them on the team right now. Some really good young ones. And then we'll just have to just kind of roll with it and see what we can get done and, and make sure that our guys are better this next year. What happened with Kingsley Somatayo? When did you know that he wouldn't make the trip? And what kind of impact did that have in the outcome of this? Game? Yeah, early in the week, I think he he he. Uh, banged up and just wasn't able to go and so we we made the adjustment of putting Kaim on the left side bringing in uh Caleb Etienne on the right side on right tackle and then 
um, you know, just got some reps with some young guys if, if, if it, those guys went down. So the interior three was going to stay the same with Waylon and, and Paul and, and Connor. So, um, yeah, we, we have a, a good number of young young players that can play whole line. We'll just see what happens in the next little bit and getting these guys ready for the for the next stage, uh, for next season. Claudine, this is coming from a guy that has been the, the back end of maybe a loss or two in a football game. What do you do for Isaac Rex in that moment? You know, he puts the ball on the ground, and, and I, I'm sure you're pulling your hair out because you can't take a turnover there, but he's kind of rounding off a career, and I'm sure that had to be a really hard moment. What do you say to him, or what does the team do in that moment for him? Well, we love him, and, and the hard part was that I think the it was kind of inevitable when I saw the, the replay. It's like, hey. You have to be ready for this, not to to be a uh, you know a fumble and be confirmed, or stands. I mean, we just knew that that might be the outcome, and I think there was a lot of panic in his eyes, and he just let you know felt like he let the guys down. But and I'm so proud of him, and uh, just want him to know, like you, you saw the boys, they all rallied around him, and regardless of the of the the result, our guys wanted wanted him to know that they love him, and. Um, he, no one's harder on himself than, than Isaac, and he's he's really hurting right now. So we, we wanted to, we talked about it in the locker room that we love him and, um, you know, we feel for him. But he's overcome so much in his career with the injury, a, a horrible injury. And to be where he's at now, um, he should be really proud. And this this will pass, you know. This is a, there's a, some lessons for us to learn um, as a team. Uh, about ball security and about the importance of making plays and getting turnovers on on the defensive side, that I think that uh, this will this will be good. We'll be able to learn from it, and, and um, I just I just really feel for Isaac right now because I know he he's really hard on himself, but but we forgive him. We move on, and and we it it it, it doesn't work if you just get angry about it, but you never learn from it. So uh, we want our guys to see how important it is to. You know, to take care of that football, and sometimes you can do everything you 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 can in your power, and it still goes bad. But at least he knows that we love him, and we'll still be there for him. We'll take a break and get concluding comments for Kalani on this day and for this season as we continue. Forty to thirty-four, Oklahoma State over BYU in double overtime here in Stillwater on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to Hans Olsen and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show continues and concludes tonight with the Kalani Sitake. Let's get you our Economics Partners valuable stat of the game. It is brought to you tonight and always by Economics Partners. BYU's accounting program is nationally ranked, so it's no surprise one of the nation's top business valuation firms is run by diehard BYU fans. Need a valuation for your business? Go to econpartners.com. BYU just uh, uh, didn't have the ball enough or move it enough maybe after halftime, and I look to the, the, the fact that Oklahoma State ran 88 plays 19 more plays than BYU on this day and was plus 9 in possession time and it was just hard for BYU to prolong drives in the second half when that lead slipped away and the Cowboys win it by a final score of 40-34 to 34 in double overtime. Kalani Sitake with us. And, and Coach, what do you feel right now? Is it more just disappointment and frustration about how the way this season ends or resolve 
about you know what has to get done and you're ready to get back to the job and start working on this offseason? Well, I think the, 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 the thought is that time to pivot and figure out because we're hope, you know, I didn't even think about us not getting bowl eligible. So now that we're not there, we, we have to find ways to be innovative, to get our, our team ready uh, within the rules because now our time doesn't go. For, we don't have 20 hours a week with the guys anymore. Now it goes back to eight. So we've got to figure out some ways to, to, to work out and get the guys ready. But but we've got to increase our football IQ. We've got to increase our, our knowledge of the schemes and, and the, the intricacies of all of it. And, and I think feel, I feel like when we do that, we'll be in a really good spot. It was just a bit easier to do it with practices. Now now we have to be a little bit creative with meeting time and cut-ups and things like that. But I, my mind is on that because I'm all about strategy and trying to get back to to get the team ready for the next part. And then I'm saddened by this This is how the seniors end this one, you know. There's a lot of guys that still have a bunch of, uh, you know, a bunch of guys on the team that still have one more year of eligibility left. I hope this creates an opportunity for them to feel hungry and want to get back to it. But I just, like I said to the team in the, in the locker room, just want to thank all the seniors for being here, the guys that came and, and, and the guys that have been here the entire time that just have worked so hard for our program. Uh, it will be important for us to learn from this year and to get better. And then be in a position so we can do what, what Oklahoma State did, which is get to the to the, the uh, Big 12 Conference Championship game. That's that's where we want to get. And I feel like this is the experience itself, being through it now. Uh, now the guys have they, they have something to hang on to. Like okay, this is we know how difficult that was. So if if I ask you to gain 10 pounds, I think you better do it. You know what I mean? Then this is if there's a way of us trying to force them to do it, but now. I think there can be some intrinsic motivation because they know that they need they need that 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 extra weight. So we had an opportunity to catch up with Tyler Batty, and now that the season concludes, it feels like the recruiting of your own team kind of starts. And Isaac Rex, who had the fumble, he still has another year of eligibility. Tyler Batty has another year of eligibility. Kalani, how, how do you start to make the measure of the possibility of of a Tyler Batty return, whether it's collective or NIL or or whatever you need to do to get a guy like him back, because Tyler Batty back would be big. Isaac Rex would be back. Mm-hmm. Back would be big. So how do you start to draw up what it looks like, and and how do you go about seeing what it's going to take to get these guys back for their extra year? Well, stay here for the right reasons, and 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 be here because this is where you want to be, and this is how you want to do it. Um, if if it if it's if it's nil driven, collective driven, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want guys that want to be here. Oklahoma State had a bunch of guys that left their team last year and went other places for, for, for uh, NIL or whatever you call it nowadays, mm-hmm. right? And, and um, the guys that stayed here, they're winning, they're, they're, they won, and they're on their way to the conference championship. So you can win with the guys that want to be there. It, I, I, I want them to see the light and see how, how coming back would be really beneficial for them and for us in the program. And how we can accomplish a lot of things. It doesn't have to be one or the other. But if guys, if it takes a little, a lot more convincing than a little, then, man, just, just go and we'll get the right guys in here. But those guys are all great people. And then they, I think they have a right, the, the right mindset. I think they'll make the right decision for themselves. And, and I want to be, I'm involved in that, right? But uh, the guys that have left for, for um, other, other reasons, that, 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 that'll happen. I, I know that happens sometimes. It happened to us last year. And, and it's okay. We'll, we'll, we, will, we will do well with the guys that want to be here that fit our program, that fit our culture, and fit exactly what the standard is and, and what, the, what the church expects and what the, the school expects from our players.
As it turned out to Kalani, Keaton Slobos took his last snaps as a BYU Cougar four weeks ago today in Austin, and that was it. He would not get back on the field for BYU, and mm-hmm. this is a guy that uh, you committed to and he committed to you in the same vein that uh, had so much promise and things didn't work out the way you or he thought it would this season. What can you say about Keaton Slovis overall about his commitment to you and how this season went for him? And then in this game, was there ever a thought and could you have gone to him reasonably at any point if you felt the offense needed something more than it was getting at any point today? Yeah, I think that's I mean, when we look at it, it's it's like all in hindsight when you look at it again. It's like, man, should we put a Keaton out there? But I I just don't want to risk his future. And um, talking over it with A-Rod just – didn't seem right for us to put out him out there at 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 at, uh, at harm's way just in case he goes out there and he's willing to do whatever it takes for the team, but <laughs> one bad shot and all that stuff and then it all goes right back to to, to the beginning, and he's got he's got some things to think about in the future and we got a bowl game to think about you know so the the unfortunate part is that there's no bowl game so maybe we should have done it I don't it's kind of like in, in between I just. I felt like the the deficiencies on the offense, regardless of who the quarterback is, is has we have to get things better. It's got to be cleaner, take care of the football. We have to get, we have to be able to run the ball. We have to be able to have a, a presence at the line of scrimmage. Um, there's there's quite a few things that we need to improve on, and that that's why I look forward to getting getting that done soon. What and just generally about about Keaton maybe and, and the season he had and, and the time you had to spend with him. Yeah, I I, I mean just uh, what a pleasure, man. He's just a great young man and and he's he completely embraced the 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 BYU way, has bought into everything. I think he's done some things for us this year that that uh, as a leader has been so good for our team and our program. So I I think that the 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 impact that he's had on our team it doesn't just come down to what he's done on the field. The stuff that he's done in the in the in that quarterback room, and his, and his professionalism, just how he carries himself and how he, he approaches the game, that'd be a great example to the rest of the guys and and to the other team, other players that we have on our team. But especially in that quarterback room, I think we're we're we're, we're really close to getting some things done really well on offense. Uh, we just need to there's there's a little bit of, uh, of of improvement that we need to make in a lot of different areas. And uh, if we can get that done, I think I think we'll be in a really good spot. Kalani, these last four games of the year turned out to be kind of an audition for Jake Retzloff at starting quarterback. What has he shown you in these four games, and what do you anticipate being the quarterback situation moving into next season? Yeah, he's a gritty player. I mean, we knew that we wanted to redshirt him, and you know, I, I, as I talk to A. Rod, we look at the future of the of the program and and our offense. I mean, it, I don't know if the numbers were exactly what we wanted him to be, but but. Uh, the one thing I can tell you, he's tough and he works hard, and he wants it. And so there's there's a there's a lot of things that we have to improve on. He obviously now has a full off season that he can work with, um, but it's a competition, man. Uh, every position is a competition. I want to get better at every position, and and um, that means develop the young guys right now, the guys that we have on our team, the guys that are joining us in January. There'll be others that will come along. I think it's important that we get that done, but at the same time, we've got to have a nucleus and, and a foundation of of players that know our way, that know our offense, and and uh, it's really difficult to put the ones the the the, the one done guys in in there. And, and Keaton, he, he did as much as he could with our, our scheme, but it's it's really hard to get that going with a the guy that only has one year of eligibility. I think the guys, that are, especially at quarterback, I think in other positions you can get it done a lot easier. I mean, the guys like Paul Miley that came through and did such a great job for us, and A.J. Vonkbachonk and Eddie Heckard and 
and Cam, Cam Garrett. And I mean, there's there's so many of those guys that did some really cool things for us. Uh, I think it's important that that uh, the quarterback position is a little bit more, uh, a little bit more stable, where we can get. You, you remember, like Zach was in our, our scheme for a while, Jaron Hall was in our scheme for a while, so uh, we feel good about the guys that are there. I, I, I talked about Kate Finnegan's a really good player too. Uh, Nick Billups is a really good player. Those guys really didn't get an opportunity to, to show what they got. Um, and then Ryder Burton is a, a, a young freshman that's ready to roll too. So all those guys are working really hard. It's going to be a really interesting spring ball by the time we get there. So we say, uh, well, that's not his first rodeo. It's one of my favorite sayings. But this <laughs> this was your first rodeo in the Big 12. Um, what your expectations were to how things ended up and what teams were like and the three three fives and the different defenses and the talent and the, the stadiums and the atmosphere. Was it was it better? Was it worse, more difficult, easier than than what your expectations were, Kalani? And and how much does this help you now as you prepare for twenty twenty four? Yeah, I, I think going into it when we went through the process, we went from the Mountain West to the Pac twelve. Here going from independence to the to the Big Twelve was a little bit different, but the the, the a lot of things are similar. The one thing I can tell you, Hans, is a lot more physical than, um, I mean, this this Big 12 isn't like how it was back in the day where everybody's scoring just, it was offensive heavy. Now there's some there's some big presence at the line of scrimmage. Every team is tough, but it's not just that. Like, the corners can tackle. The DBs are big. The receivers are big. The linemen are big. Backers are big. They're, they're solid tackles. Every back, it seems like we're going against is top 10 in the country. I mean, this is number one. I think you look at Texas Tech and you look at West Virginia, you look at all these backs, they're, they're dynamic, you know what I mean? So this that's a little different. The stadiums have been electric, and you look at the, the – it's hard to play on the road in the Big 12. We feel it. We've known it. Uh, that That's a little different where the, the, the stadiums are packed and loud. They're kind of in your face, and, and uh, it's a really cool environment. Uh, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to embracing the opportunity to play in this conference again next year and get our guys ready. And we'll be in a way better spot than we were this year. I think that just every one of these guys that are coming back and are going to train, they have something to, to, to know now. Like you said, the rodeos, they know what ex- exactly to, to do. So when we ask them to get bigger, stronger, faster, the sense of urgency is going to be on them to, to get it done, and they have something to draw back on. They can look at the film and say, yeah, you know what, I bet you 10 more extra pounds and a little bit more extra work and a little bit more sleep, a little bit more focus on my, on my uh, technique will get get us there and if we can have everybody on the, on the, everyone on the team doing that coaches and staff can get better too it's not just the players on the field well i've always loved what you said control what you can't control now this season's over you take control what's the first thing you feel like you need to do to get ready for 2024 what's kind of the first area that kalani sataki gets in there and starts grinding on to, to fix to get ready for next season I look at me first and evaluate me. Then I look at the rest of the team and look at the, the staff and everybody. And that's how, that. I start with me first. I think what what can I do differently and better? And that's going to be on this flight back. It's going to be some deep thought and some some you know some good feedback from others. And, and uh, I'm always open to criticism. I, I like it. I, I think uh, feedback is a gift. So I'm looking forward to that. I think I can give my be harsh on myself as well. Um, but but I have this attitude and this this this. Uh, drive and this love for the game and, and and this passion for this 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 university and this fan base and so i want to do everything in my power to make sure that we're not in this position ever again um but 
I think it's important that the team knows now what it's like, you know, and uh, and uh, now they can share the story. It, it, before it was like kind of an unknown, but you have to remember that this was a, this was a, a first time experience for not just our staff and a lot and, and most of the players, but it's also first time for our fans to go through it too. And I I can say I I, I appreciate all the fans and the way they represented, the way they would support us, the way they represent themselves around the other fan fan bases is amazing. So we've done some really good things uh, off the field and in the stands. Uh, I I, I want to get better in the on the field so that we um, you know that we we can complement the the wonderful things that the fans are doing in the stands, whether they're at home or on the road. We the, the reputation that BYU has right now, I'm so proud of the fans for what they've done and how they, how they represent. It matters, I promise you. And, and, and I keep hearing from every coach and every administrator about how awesome it is to go to Lavelle Edwards Stadium and how awesome it is to have our, our fans and our team you know, at, their, at, at their stadium when, they're, when we're playing on the road. Uh, it, it's a really cool thing. And now that we've been through it, I, I'm looking forward to getting this thing better and making sure that we're playing for championships. Well, Kalani, won't feel quite right to not be uh, squeezing a, a, a football game into our holiday schedules and talking again with you uh, post-game. This is it for tonight and for mm-hmm. the season. But uh, our appreciation to you for always taking so much time, being so insightful and generous with us. And uh, we'll just give you the final word as we thank you for the season and look forward to 2024. Well, I appreciate you guys, Hans. Thank you so much, Greg. Appreciate you. Love you guys. Mitch, thank you so much. You guys have always been great. and. And then uh, the best professionals when it comes to, you know, doing BYU football, um, I, I appreciate all you do. And just want to send my love to the, to the fans and appreciation. I apologize that this is, this is, that we're not in a bowl game. I'm um, going to do everything in my power to get, get it better. Um, but I'm, I, I am proud to be the head coach of BYU, and I'm so, so thankful that I have the best fan base in the world uh, to, to, to lean on and support. Uh, they were here again tonight. They're, they're, they do such a great job. Um, I, I love our players. I love our team. Uh, you know, we we got to get get some guys in and get some guys better, develop them. But I promise you, as we work closely towards this and we have this experience, these guys will be better by the time we get to the first game next year. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So thank you so much, guys. Love you guys. Happy holidays. Go Cougs. And to you. Thank you, Kalani. All right. That'll do it for our final post-game coaches show of the year. It is the BYU Creamery Cougar post-game coaches show. Thanks to Kalani. We'll come back and get back into Big O Tires Cougar post-game live. Final score, Oklahoma State 40 and BYU 34 and double overtime on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.